Nigeria returned to democratic governance in 1999 after many years of military rule. A democratic government is a very open leadership style that involves citizens in the decision-making process. Like it was defined for us in our primary school days, government of the people, by the people, and for the people. With all that is happening in Nigeria today, from the unrest and worsening security situation to the towering presence of corruption and failure to deliver on campaign promises, one begins to wonder if Nigeria is truly practicing democracy. You are welcome to The Bearing. My name is Lilian Ogazi, and in this special episode on Nigeria's Democracy Day, we'll be looking at the benefits of democracy to Nigeria and Nigerians, and we'll be asking of what advantage is it to the country and its citizens. It was on this day in 1993 that presidential election was held for the first time since the 1983 military coup that toppled the democratically elected government of President Shehu Shagari. Let's listen to Mr. Emmanuel Tefa Ifa, a political analyst, as he described the happenings of June 12th and how it came to be. I mean, June 12th was, before now, was, was not acknowledged as a very important. I recall uh, my first time I voted was on June 12, 1993. And it was a wonderful opportunity for Nigeria to turn around. It was, in fact, you, you needed no one to tell you whether this person has won, because maybe those who didn't know, you will line up behind the picture of who you want to vote. And um, I, I, I was living in Abuja here. The results were tested out where you have the AMAC office now. And the billboard was there as a result were coming, they were displayed. People were saying them. And so it was a very beautiful election. You can imagine that Tofa, Bashir Tofa, lost in his own home state in Kano. So it was an election that Nigerians were united. The first time we had a Muslim-Muslim ticket, nobody thought of whether this was a Christian or Muslim. Everywhere people voted for Abiola and Kingebe, Babagana Kingebe, massively. It was an event many observers describe as the most significant in Nigeria's post-independence political history, and it is still viewed till date as the fairest, freest, and most peaceful election ever held in Nigeria. It was to commemorate that day that June 12th was declared by President Muhammad Buhari as Democracy Day. Previously, the day was celebrated on May 29th, which was the day in 1999 where the present democratic dispensation was launched with the inauguration of President Olushegu Obasanjo. As this is the longest democratic dispensation in Nigeria's political history, one question curious citizens and other interested parties have been asking is, is it worth it? Has the country or its citizens have anything to show for democracy. Well, with me here in the studio to talk about democracy in Nigeria and all it entails are Jide Ojo and Emmanuel Tefa Ifa. Both of them are political analysts based right here in the nation's capital, Abuja. It's June 12th, Democracy Day. Where are we when it comes to the practice of true democracy in Nigeria? Well, true democracy, it's, um, it's relative. What is true about democracy? 
the most important thing is that we are a democratic country. Um, it's still a work in progress. It's, it's an unending journey. Yes, we are not where we ought to be, but we are not where we used to be. Just like America wasn't where it ought to be, or where it thought it was before Donald Trump came and demystified the democratic institution in the United States of America. With over 250 or thereabout years of running democracy. So uh, for me, um, democracy is, is a work in progress. And for Nigeria, we have had 22 uninterrupted years. I was part of the June 12 struggle in the, uh, it, was, it happened during my university days at the University of Lagos. So um, I was part of those who pressed on the streets of Ikorodu Road for the denullification uh, of uh, the June 12 presidential election. And when you look at the fact that we've had six consecutive general elections and hundreds of other by elections, we've had sustainably multi-party democracy. We have had all the democratic institutions in place. Uh, the three arms of government and the three tiers of government are functioning perfectly. The only thing is that people's expectations have not been met. And that is not uh, unexpected because I recall that there was somebody who did an article uh, when President Buhari was coming on board to say beware of uh, expectation. You know, people have this um, expectation that the incumbent president has a magic wand to make all problems to disappear. It has not happened and it will never have happened. So you need to mitigate your expectations. But for me, I think we are not where we used to be, but we are not also where we ought to be. Over to you, Mr. Emmanuel. Do you agree with what Gideo Ojo just said? Have we gotten to where we should be or are we going backwards? Well, uh, just as uh, Gideo rightly pointed out, what is true democracy? If you have an, uh, I mean, even the Americans will tell you democracy is not an event. It's not a destination, it's a journey. You have to keep, democracy is just like life. You keep learning every day, you keep making adjustments, you keep improving. But you know the mistake a lot of us had about this notion we had about this democracy is like, it's a journey. I mean, it's an event. Boom, democracy, everything will be in order. But it's not so. Uh, over, over well over 200 years, America, that is the, the hub, the center of democracy in the world, cannot tell you, an American cannot tell you that uh, all the expectations he, he or she had, I mean, all have been met. So I, I think we are progressing well. We are doing well. Before we continue, we'll be going on a quick break, and when we get back, we will get to hear from Nigerians on the street. Do stay. Come back. The bearing took to the streets of Abuja, where we ask Nigerians, where are we when it comes to the practice of true democracy in Nigeria? No, we are not practicing any democracy in Nigeria. Since 1999, when democracy takes place, it has never been easy for this Nigeria because things they don't deal with us well, well. The politicians and the rest. Maybe say, even now, self, Gary cost past rights for markets. And we're there for democracy. 
told the democracy we know we know even we need military regime now self so that because the military regime now where we do say even pass military regime so no democracy in nigeria we are not practicing democracy any longer because the way things are now things are increasing every day people are suffering people are dying of hunger so we should beg we should come together as one this one that people are they are killing every day fighting striving each other is not the best way all we need to do is for god to have mercy upon us and save us from this uh, condition we are that is what i we are not practicing any democracy in this country we are practicing military rule now, uh, the reason why I say so is that everybody is facing it. Nobody is no cannot say that he's facing good thing now. Or everybody is totally bitter. Because it's right for democracy. If I can tell you now, right for good Lord Jonathan, this was better than this time. He have not done any good thing to me for now, as for now. But before during the time of Yaradwa. A good Lord Jonathan, it was so good. The more like things during the time of good Lord Jonathan, all this airport road, all this Kuba road, we see developing. And that time, this was good. We buy food cheap. We buy food. Food was not like this. You will can be able to eat a food a day and you hold you, and you will still buy another one top of. But now, democracy doesn't even have anything added value for the economy. Alright, back to our conversations with Jide Ojo and Emmanuel Tefa Ifa. It is said that democracy is the best form of government. Looking at what is happening in Nigeria today, what would you say? When I started writing in 1990, <laughs> there was a lot of censorship. So much so that many of my articles could not get published in governmental newspapers. I have to send it to three, four newspapers hoping that one eventually will publish because of fear of military repression. So now you can call out your leaders, you can sue them, you can get, you can get them to, to do the right thing. We that can compare and contrast knew that what I am able to do in the last 22 years, I did not do it during the military. Look at Sarah, sue government officials left, right and center. Whether they win in court or not, they are embarrassing them with court. They have dragged the government of Nigeria to ECOWAS court now. Yes. So, so it, it tells you a word of difference in terms of, uh, yes, there is an attempt at repression. I'm not denying that. There is an attempt at media gag. There is an attempt at, but it's all attempts, which is oddly resisted. Okay. I, I'm sorry, I, I think I slightly differ on this issue. I, I, I want to challenge a lot of, particularly the young people who are in the media today. Go and read. They will appreciate from where we are coming. I was also arrested. I was in an inquirer. We were, we were haunted because of the story we wrote. So we are gradually moving. Even Jonathan, the people are saying nothing happened. So that these soldiers pounce on newspapers and six papers. And that's why I say democracy is not an event. You keep moving and adjusting and improving. And I think we are not doing badly. I must say that. Are there specific benefits that Nigeria and Nigerians have derived from democracy? The, fact, the, that you, the fact that you can speak and nothing happens to you is, is, also, is a, a benefit. That is one. The second is that nobody sits, occupy a seat in perpetuity. Nobody sits and decides, uh, I will be here forever. At least... There's some semblance of P 
people decide who becomes what. People lobby, people go back and campaign. But in the past, in a state, the head of state will just appoint the administrator who presides over your state and does whatever he wants. You can't question him. Or the somebody will say, I so 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 general so, so announced takeover of government. And nobody. Today you have the you have the assembly. And first thing they will suspend your constitution, your national assembly, the legislature is, is, is sent packing. In fact, that, at that time, the security people are embedded in schools and they watch out for those who, who speak who speak against government. They can fly they can come and a security person can come around and pretend to be with you and speak. At least today we have less of that. I'm not saying totally those things are gone, but we are gradually moving away from such things. In the past, you would never experience that. Who dare you? Didi Ojo, do you have anything to add to what he just said? Yeah, definitely. Um, from the issue of public interest litigation, the fact that quite a number of uh, civil society organizations, I think I want to con give them kudos. Uh, kudos to the civil society organization and then the media. The proliferation, the, the fact that we have uh, unbundled those sectors, the development sector and then the media, has done a lot of good for Nigeria. You have whistleblower policy where people are reporting, you know, uh, corrupt officials and a lot of resources have been recovered. Uh, in, in, under the military, you, you cannot publish the kind of thing you publish on someone like the Ziani Madwiki mm -hmm. uh, and recover the kind of uh, so much that he purportedly um, misappropriated. Somebody who has a jury worth 13 billion, you know, uh, it, it tells you the humongous amount. So when you look at the freedom of expression and freedom after expression, it cannot be quantified. And then the fact that the civil society driven to support the government and hold government to account, the kind of which we have never seen before. Don't forget, this is the first time we are having uninterrupted governance in 22 years, over six rounds of general elections. So uh, it, 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 it feels good for me. Uh, the, the, the complementary role of media, civil society, and the state actors, the non-state actors and state actors interfacing and demanding better service delivery. Finally, what's your word out there to Nigerians on Democracy Day? I think it's something we should be happy about and celebrate it. And then it should be a time for us to reflect back and think about it, particularly those who, who have... Uh, blowing the, 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 the drums of war, mm -hmm. of division, should go back and reflect. Those who probably were too young or were not born, didn't know what it is, should go back and ask questions about what June 12 really, really meant to us. So that it will help them understand that the way and manner, the unity of this country is so important. Maybe probably some of us who, I didn't marry from my state, my wife is not my tribe, so I, 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 when people talk about division, it pains me. I want Nigerians to really, really think about this, in particular those who want to bring this country down. You may not like a government, but in the fighting the government, don't fight your country. Okay. Don't bring your country down. Thank you. Jide, finally, what's your word out there to Nigerians today? For me, what I will preach on this occasion of June 12 is constitutionalism, rule of law. If we are able to observe the rule of law, 
A rule of law after is a tripartite. You have supremacy of the constitution, equality before the law, and fundamental human rights. If we are able to be in observance of these three, we don't even need periodic constitutional amendment or alterations or reviews as we have been spending billions of naira to do every three, four years. Let there be inclusive governance. Let there be rule of law. Let there be observance and faithful implementation of our legislations. Okay. Once we are able to have this, and you are blinded to ethnicity, religion, and all these mundane, primordial things, we will get it right. We will not get it right in the next two, three electoral cycle, but we will be on track to improving. If only we can be faithful, loyal, and honest to this country, and we can do this irrespective of tribe, religion, and other primordial things. Application, strict application of the Eastern legislation, ensuring equity, justice, and fair play. If you can have inclusive government, inclusive governance rather, then you will see a lot of difference. With that, we've come to the end of this episode of The Bearing. Thank you so much for listening. The Bearing is a Daily Trust production and you can download these and other episodes on dailytrust.com and on ballsprout.com. You can also listen in on Spotify, TuneIn Radio and Google Podcasts. If you have questions or comments or suggestions of topics you would like us to talk about, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. That is 0913-893-3390. You can also reach me on Instagram and Twitter at Lilian underscore Ogazi and also on Facebook at Lilian Ogazi. Bye for now. <laughs>